0: Welcome to the Ministry Leader Podcast, where every week we explore ministry practices to help leaders leverage their limited time for greater impact with young people. We're your hosts, I'm Brian. And I'm Chase, and we have with us on the show today, Chase and Brian. Uh, We actually,
1: we don't have any special guests, but we're just talking... uh, But we're special people. We are special people, yeah. We've just, a special episode talking about the resurrection and how that changes everything. Uh, You know, how we do ministry and why we do ministry. So, also another programming note, we just want to to find out more from you. If you found this podcast helpful, uh, share it with somebody you know, or um, go online and give us a rate review that really helps us be found
0: by more people and make sure this week you check out our Facebook page we'll be posting some new content as we do each and every week and we want to hear from you so check it out and here we go get up, get up.
1: all right so we've got a special episode with you today we're talking about Easter before we get into kind of the, the official podcast material Brian do you have any Easter traditions you've done
0: with your family or or maybe you've done this year um no not really um Easter egg hunts We try and do that with the kids. Uh, My mom loves to do that. (laughs) So when we go to my parents' house, uh, she tries and set that up. And actually, my my in-laws do that as well. So that's really about it. Big Easter dinner. Sometimes we do it with friends if our family stays in town. But... Yeah. Sure.
1: We used to decorate eggs quite a bit. I remember growing up, like, my mom would go all out, like, the, the, the dipping them in, the, the the dye and all that stuff. But something we've started... That was, that was fun as a kid. Yeah. As a parent, I, I don't hate like it. cleaning I up... <laughs> My wife's still like, let's do it. And I'm like, do we have to? No, but so my parents um, live um, just south of Spencerville, and they've got about 16 acres. Um, about 13 acres of it is wooded, Ayers um, woods. And so they last year decided, or the last couple of years, have hid eggs out in the woods, which was, which okay. was cool. So the kids, you know, they go on a walk through the woods. However, last year they did it the night before, thinking they'd get ahead of the game. and But raccoons found the oh, eggs no. and like broke them open and took all the stuff inside of them so we we're like we're they had a certain uh, amount of eggs we were supposed to find so was it like
0: jelly beans or was it like it was quarters it was, it was and yes
1: it was it was coins some, like money and so like rich raccoons dude, yeah the raccoons just saw something shiny i guess but like we're trying to figure out like what like why are we missing eggs why are these ones broke open and we're pretty sure it was or some kind of critter <laughs> Made off with the money, so... <laughs> it wasn't the neighbors. <laughs> yeah, so we, we learned as we went. But yeah, watch out for raccoons, because they will steal your money out of your eggs. There's
0: thieves. You never know who they are, because they've got that mask, the mask on, their, on over their eyes. <laughs> you don't know which one took them. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so. Oh, man. So, yeah. So yesterday was Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a big question, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some of our churches call it Easter, Easter mm-hmm. Sunday. Some of mm-hmm. our churches call it Resurrection Sunday. And I think there's probably been a, a greater push here recently uh, to call it Resurrection Sunday. But we talk about the resurrection because that is the key moment in Christianity. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus walked the earth for uh, 30, 33 years, Mm -hmm. did ministry uh, with a group of people for about three of those really concentrated Mm -hmm. ministry that we read about in the Gospels, and then he dies. Mm -hmm. And his disciples and everyone who followed him is just kind of left wondering what could have been, because this man that we were following that made all these promises is now dead. Like, like you said, they literally saw him die.
1: There was no question in that that he was dead.
0: Watched him. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Spear in the side, mm-hmm. blood and water pouring out his side. Watched mm-hmm. him be buried. Watched the stone be sealed. Mm-hmm. And they're left in confusion because all hope was lost. Mm-hmm. And then a few days later, they go to the tomb, no body. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what that would have been like, mm. Chase. Have you ever thought about that? Like mm-hmm. they hadn't seen Jesus yet. Right, um, and they're just questioning: Did someone steal his body? What's going on? Did he really do this? I kind of mm-hmm. remember him talking about that, but we were arguing over who was the greatest sure. when Jesus was telling <laughs> us about this something. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, did we miss something? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wonder what they thought until mm-hmm. Jesus shows up, mm-hmm. and it changed everything.
1: And I, I do. I think that's. I think that's one of the, the coolest parts about the story that um, in in reality sets Christianity apart from any other religion in the world that Christ died, But he came back to life. He conquered death. I mean, Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, Islam, Muhammad died. Buddhism, Buddha died. Like, everyone else died. Like, that's what they do. But Jesus, God, is the only one that came back to life for us. And I think that's, uh, you know, when we talk about Christ died for our sins and he wants to make us whole, that sometimes we tend to leave out of the story, like, that's the most important part, that he came back to life. And no other religion has done that.
0: Yeah, and the fact, not that not just that he came back to life, but he told us he was going to do it, yes. right? Uh-huh. He, he predicted his death. Sure. He told him how it was going to happen, and he told him, hey, but fear not, in three days, this temple will be rebuilt. They had mm-hmm. no idea what he was talking about mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about himself. His body was going to be resurrected. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a, a man that predicts his own death, mm-hmm. the way it's going to happen, and predicts that he's going to rise again, mm-hmm. and actually does it, <laughs> is is a guy that they all wanted to follow. And mm-hmm. quite honestly, I do too. Right? Sure. Um, And so this moment, the resurrection, these guys were, before it happened, again, they were in confusion, they were sad, they were, all hope was lost, and then the resurrection changed everything, and they were began to remember again that Jesus told us this was going to happen, and how significant is that? And so it took this kind of ragtag group of men who had seen Jesus do some incredible signs and wonders and miracles, Mm -hmm. and they themselves participated in some of those. Remember the feeding of the 5,000 and things, Mm -hmm. and even Jesus sent them out to cast out demons at one point and to Mm -hmm. heal the sick, and so they participated in this ministry, and now this ministry has even greater significance mm-hmm. uh, because the man who led it has conquered death mm-hmm. and is entrusting this ministry now to them. Mm-hmm. And so they go out with power, they go out with authority, and they go out with this courage and boldness that we've not seen before mm-hmm. in these men. Yeah. And they began to change their city mm-hmm. primarily. And then they branched out from there. Yeah, I think, I mean, you follow along with, with Paul and the, the, the
1: missionary um, movements, you know, after that. Like, the spread of Christianity multiplied so quickly yeah. because of the resurrection, because this is something brand new that nobody's ever seen before, and, and they believed it 100%. You know, if it had been a lie, if they had somehow fabricated the death, the, you know, I think the, um, the critics would have seen through it pretty quickly. Yeah but, but the fact that it really happened they witnessed it with their own eyes they couldn't help but to tell literally everyone they knew
0: yeah um and the change that happened in them that led to this this boldness i i just remember one time doing a study on um the the names simon and the names peter mm. in scripture and uh oftentimes when peter that we, what had been known as Simon, Mm -hmm. uh, when he would mess up, when he would make a mistake, he would say something, and he was notorious for rushing ahead of Jesus and, Uh Uh you know, having to stick his foot in his mouth. Um, Jesus seems to always refer to him as Simon in those moments Mm. when he messes up. But he calls him Peter because he's calling him to a new identity. Mm. And the name Peter, Petra, means rock. And Mm -hmm. he calls this identity out of him and after the resurrection, or at least after Pentecost, we see this renewed passion and boldness in Peter, and he's never called Simon. He's mm. always called Peter from that moment on, because mm. he is wow. his identity has changed because of the event of the resurrection, wow. and it's emboldened him. And I think we see that with all the other disciples. That's the one that really sticks out to me. I think the significance, though, too, is today, we have that same hope mm. still, yeah. and that same we should have that same courage and boldness and passion. Mm-hmm. So Chase, what is that um maybe for you, what does that spark inside of you knowing that we have this hope still mm-hmm. of resurrection, not just because Jesus did it, but someday we will too. Sure. Yeah, I think just the the idea
1: of, you know, as we work with young people, that we just have a confidence in in who we are and that he's got our back. You know, if he can like you said, do what he said he was gonna do, um, but then also raise the dead like and he's given us that power, all authority I've given to you, he says. That yeah. that that it doesn't matter um, you know, how nervous we are or what insecurities we have amongst ourselves, that that God has given us the power to reach these kids in whatever uh, setting he's placed us in so you know as a ministry leader, whether that's uh, campus life ministry, city life ministry jJm that that God has placed you there for a reason because he has confidence in you and if he's got confidence in you that you can have confidence in yourself that God's going to work through you for that
0: yeah yeah that's man that's really significant um, that Jesus came to earth for three years mm-hmm. and did this more than that, but three years that we read about in the mm-hmm. gospels and the fact that he entrusts still the work of what he started to people like me, right, <laughs> who are broken and faulty and make mistakes, and he still says, I've given you this authority. Mm-hmm. I've conquered death. Death can't stop you. I already conquered sin. I conquered that on the cross. Sin mm-hmm. can't stop you. Mm-hmm. I've given you this power. Now go and tell others, right? Mm-hmm. Um, man, it gives me... I'm excited... Just sitting here talking yeah. about it. I kind of want to <laughs> get out and, and do something. But right, right. Um, Yeah, that, that to me, that's the significance of Resurrection Sunday. It's just not just remembering the event, but it sparks me to action mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stokes a fire in me that uh, sometimes wanes, but Resurrection Sunday renews that passion in me. Yeah, so I guess that's just an
1: encouragement to, to all of our ministry leaders listening. You know, if you're listening to this, God has given you a mission. Um, you know, He's told you to go, therefore, to all nations. And so, first of all, thank you. Uh, you know, thank you for continuing to serve. And hopefully, um, you know, yesterday, the Resurrection Sunday, this Easter season has been an encouragement to you to continue to go, to continue to do what God's called you to do because He's going to be with you because um, that's what He's
0: called you to do and He has conquered death. Thanks, Chase. Uh, it's been. This is a fun episode. Yeah. So we'll be back next week with a new episode of the Ministry Leader Podcast. Yep. Thanks for joining us. Get up. Get
1: up. Thanks again for listening to the Ministry Leader Podcast. Uh, If you're listening to these podcasts in chronological order, next week we've got a special guest. We're going to have our new CEO, Chris Todia, on the air, just sharing uh, some of his heart for the ministry as well. So make sure you check out next week's episode with Chris Todia. We will uh, see you, or
0: (laughs) we won't see you. We won't because it's a podcast. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) This one's not making it in the original version. Yeah. Uh Um.